0: Saturday morning means it's health and fitness time and Professor Gordon Lynch is with us again with this week's topic. Professor Gordon Lynch, always great to catch up with you. How are you? I'm very well, David, and I hope you're well too. Oh, fantastic. And I love this week's topic because many years people talked about the dangers of smoking. Too much sitting, sitting the new smoking, they say.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's clear that, that sitting is, is bad for our health. That is too much sitting because if we sit... For long periods of time um, our body's metabolism will slow down just you know 30 minutes of sitting can slow your metabolism by up to 90 percent so over time this you know this sluggishness of the metabolism and uh, the inactivity it can contribute to an increased risk of, of back pain but also you know very serious diseases like cancers and type 2 diabetes cardiovascular disease and so on so the next time you you sit on the on the couch you' binge watching your show, which is a, a favorite pastime of, of <laughs> for many of us yeah. um, we need to think of how much time we're sitting there and how much time is accumulating in that in that inactivity so we need to think of ways to to break that cycle of inactivity that's so not just sitting in front of TV it's you know in front of a computer it could be the time you're spending driving uh, and so on so it's about Well, how do we break that? How do we get metabolism kick-started, get the muscles pumping, get the blood flowing, and not sluggish, because that's what happens when we're sitting for too long?
0: I used to love long-distance driving and just stopping to get petrol and then off again. Ten hours, not a problem. But then I found a little dog, and uh, she needed to stop every every so often, as you can imagine. (laughs) She had to do a little piddle. So, uh, yeah, I used to stop, and I thought, this is actually a great way of travelling, to stop to get out to have a walk around and then get back in the car much the same at home get up make sure you're not just binging and sitting down all day and the same at work right that can affect your health sitting there just tapping away on a computer what are some practical ways to avoid being inactive
1: yeah i think if we're if we're at work and um you know there's you might think, oh, there's limited opportunities to be active. Well, I think if we can take time for what I call a fit break, sometimes they're called these days activity snacks, um, you know, we're spending a lot of time in front of computers, workstations and whatnot. So if we can just get up off the chair and move, um, you know, it could be regular stretching, you can do that sitting at your desk, but I think the key is to get the blood pumping to the muscles that means yeah just, yeah, you yeah. Know, five minutes of exercise every hour on the hour if you 're possible, if it can be possible, um, but being strict about it, David, because it 's easier to say well I'll, I, did, I missed it this time, but i 'll do ten minutes in the next hour instead, and you go through the course of the day and you realize that you haven 't done anything, so I think it 's these activity breaks, these fit breaks. You know, you give your mind a rest, you come back more focused, and it depends. You know, workplaces differ. It may be appropriate or safe to do certain things, but not others. So we have to be very sensible about this. But I could say one break you could do some stretching. The next break, you know, you walk up a couple of flights of stairs. The next you might do some exercises like lunges or maybe even wall push-ups or something if, if it's if it's practical to do so taking the stairs instead of the elevator we all we often talk about that but you'll be surprised how your step count and your floor climbing will rack up over the course of the day. So an example of that, I always go to the, when I'm at work, go to the restroom on the floor below so that I can get climbing, stair climbing into the into the routine over the course of the day. And, and, it, and it really works. It really gets the muscles going when you're walking up those stairs. That's so a
0: great idea. I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, so it's just the idea of these things is... is is to keep you alert, keep you focused so that you don't return to your desk breathless and tired. I mean, that really defeats the purpose. It's about boosting productivity, not getting exhausted by the exercise you're doing, but again, common sense, but ways to just break that cycle of inactivity.
0: But I exercise regularly, so isn't that enough?
1: (laughs) Well, I think a lot of people think that they might do a 30-minute walk here or there, and over the last few weeks we 've been talking about well what are you doing in the other twenty three and a half hours because if we look at the proportion of the day, how much of that time is spent actually doing you know, some some form of activity it doesn 't have to be structured exercise it could be just the 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 sort of incidental exercises. so if you do thirty minutes followed by a, you know, sitting at your desk it 's not going to you know, spare you from the ill effects of prolonged sitting so I think the American College of Sports Medicine, and that was an article that had that inspired me to get back on this topic, was what they recommend is to be aware of how often you're sitting and how to break up those periods. So just keep a record of, for one week, record how much time you're sitting. you, know, you could be reading, you could be looking at your computer monitor, you're checking your phone, your iPad, you're on TV. Record the times you're spending driving, you know, you're writing or working. And I think you'll be very surprised at how much of your day is actually spent in this sitting and and Uh, inactive. So, yeah, it's just then looking at that and then some of the ways we're talking about, you know, the activity breaks... Are one way to break the cycle, but but there are many
0: others as well. I like activity snack. That sounds great. I tell you what, I'm hooked on are those uh, devices. One of the apps that is a, a step app, and I'm fascinated to see how far I moved and uh, how many steps I took each day. That's important, isn't it, to have one of those handy?
1: I think yeah, a lot of us are wearing those those devices now, and, and they can be very help help helpful. And some of them actually have a built in option to remind you to to stand every hour because it buzzes on your wrist and you think, oh, better get up now. And many times we ignore that buzz and, and, and I'm guilty of that myself. Yes. So we need to think when, it, when, when we've got these devices and they've got these helpful reminders that we actually listen to what they're saying to us and we get up and we start incorporating these you know, these activities, these fit breaks into our routine.
0: Now, it's a good idea at work too. I know uh, since coming to the ABC, it's the first place I've been where they've got desks that you can pump up and you can stand up and do the program. That's how I like to do the program. I love it. Um, There are other ways to do things like meetings on the move as well, particularly at work, (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it yeah, it, it might. It depends on the situation. We've got, we've got to be, you know, have yeah. common sense because not every situation is going to be appropriate for that. But if you're suggesting to meet with someone and you can walk together, you yes. know, we've heard of these standing meetings which tend to be a lot shorter than sitting meetings. But it's taking it to another level, and I, I don't think it's a bad suggestion. But you have to be. you you have to think about whether the meeting is going to be an appropriate one to do this sort of activity. But If you can walk with a friend while you're discussing some particular matter, whatever, that could be one way for both of you to get the steps up, break that cycle of inactivity and actually um, have a clear
0: mind while you're doing it. And what about those remote controls? Put them over underneath the TV so you have to get up and out of the chair? (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Oh uh,
1: that's one way of doing it. I think if you're at work and you and you're printing documents and whatever try and ha- not have a printer in your office I think if you have the printer at the opposite end of the of the room uh, of the big hallway that you may be working at that's one way to to get up and having to get up out of your chair and go and fetch the the print out going outside for your cup of coffee or tea you know it's good to get a short stroll get some fresh air and then come back with a with a clear mind you know I think the other thing is, if you're working or you're studying, instead of having all your, your water on your desk and the little snacks you may have within easy reach, keep them in a kitchen, and so it encourages you to say, well, I'm a bit peckish now. You get up out of the chair, you walk to where you need to get them, you satisfy what you need to, and then you get back to your desk. And that means you've, at least you've broken
0: that cycle. And take a look at for the, uh, standing desks. They're everywhere now these days, aren't they, for work? Yeah, and and they could be a good option for many people. I I actually I don't
1: have one. I think I've, I know a lot of people that do have them, and they swear by them. But for, if you do have one, make sure that the screen and the keyboard and the desk, whatever they're, they're situated in, ways which are ergonomically sound for your body, because. I think more is not always better. So standing all day can place stress on your back and your knees and your feet. So I think the combination of sitting and standing over the course of the day is
0: probably probably the best option. So why is sitting so bad for your health?
1: Well, if you think about
0: just the sluggishness
1: of your, of your metabolism. So when we're sitting and our resting metabolism is slowing, it's also thinking about our blood flow. So if we have... Blood pooling in in different areas instead of circulating and getting getting into working muscles, that's going to change our resting metabolism and and it's it's that resting metabolism which is so important for maintaining a healthy weight, but also the contributions to many of these other conditions that we discussed So um, it's that easy. It's sit, sitting in a chair is pretty easy and and it's nice to to, to do some work for a period of time, but you're going, to be, you're going to do a lot better job if you can get up every so often, get the muscles pumping, and then get back to it later on.
0: And some of these tips, I mean, you might need to just gradually transition to them, right?
1: Look, I, I think that's, that's pretty good advice. And even you know, the idea of a standing desk, because I think we've learned that standing all day isn't necessarily a great idea either. So you've got to give your body time to adjust to these new habits, you know, especially if you've been mostly sedentary suddenly saying oh, I need to get up every hour on the hour or every half hour or whatever, that's a challenge to the body and your body has to get used to that. So as always when we talk about these things, transition slowly. So be creative, introduce you know more activities gradually so your body gets used to them and I think really if we think about to that last point, the more standing and the more activities we're performing help us burn those extra kilojoules improve our resting metabolism, and over time, I think it's going to be a welcome boost to, to health. So I think some, some good tips, David, to break that cycle of inactivity.
0: Absolutely. And we can follow Gordon Lynch on uh, Twitter at uh, Gordon S. Lynch, correct?
1: That's correct, at Gordon S Lynch, and happy to, to take uh, suggestions from our listeners. Often we have podcasts from the show, which I, I'll post up there as well. It gets, it gets some attention and we can uh, think about what, what next is on the agenda for us to discuss as well. Yeah, uh,
0: that's the place to suggest some ideas for the segment here each and every Saturday morning with Rod Quinn on ABC Overnight. Um, filling in for the next couple of weekends, David Pryor with you, and I always love catching up with Professor Gordon Lynch. Great. To speak with you again this morning thanks a lot david